0: Good day, ladies and gents. I'm Professor T, and welcome to another edition of The Business Startup Journey. Our business owners and entrepreneurs are actively learning how to start a business with little or no money and no experience. I'd like to invite all of our listeners to subscribe to the podcast channel for weekly episodes. I would also like to encourage you to visit professort.montfichet.com and download our study guides. The website is listed in the channel. The study guides will be uploaded weekly and will reflect our podcast series. It's also important that you obtain your free personalized business portfolio by subscribing at the bottom of our page at professort.montfichet.com. This will give you access to the documents needed to build your personalized business portfolio. Okay, team, now that we paid the bills, let's get ready to rock and roll. Well, good day, ladies and gents, and welcome to another edition. I'm so happy everyone was able to join us today. I have a special guest with us from right here in Atlanta, Georgia. His name is Mr. David E. Bright.
1: Mr. Bright, how are you? Mr. Thomas, good afternoon, sir, and thank you so very much for allowing me to be on your show. <laughs> it's yes. such a pleasure to have you. Thank you.
0: And, Mr. Bright, let's start and ask, uh, what business um, are you working with right now?
1: Uh, a logistical service. We provide transportation. Awesome. And is that the industry
0: that you're working in as well? Uh, yes, sir. Awesome. And what is your position with that? I am the chief financial officer of Allie awesome. Incorporated. Nice. And so what do you do as a chief financial
1: officer? Well, my main responsibility is ensure invoices for services rendered are, in fact, paid and submitted timely. Also, I am the first point of contact for all payrolls. Right. And then secondly and thirdly, I handle all of the fringe benefits and the health insurance and making sure that the boss can account for his money. Awesome. So how long have you been a part of the business? I've been a part of Al Inc. for 10 years.
0: 10 years. And how many locations do you guys have?
1: We have 13 different locations throughout the United Ooh,
2: States.
0: 13. Yes. So let's play a game. Are you able to tell me all these 13 locations or
1: as many as you can go? I can go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll start with the far west. San Francisco, California. All right. Phoenix, Arizona. Nice. Tucson, Arizona. Jackson, Mississippi. Chicago, Illinois. Chicago. Dayton, Ohio. Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta. Richmond, Virginia. Uh-huh. Hampton, Virginia. Okay. Raleigh-Durham, North Carolina. Jackson, Mississippi. St. Louis, Missouri. Kansas City, Missouri. Charleston, South Carolina. And three locations there in Florida. And Chicago. Yeah, we sit in Chicago. That's all of them. (laughs) We're we're still uh, looking to
0: expand. Awesome. That's good. I don't think I would have been able to memorize all those different locations. It takes time.
1: (laughs) So what services does your company offer? We provide services for our veterans at these various locations for the VA medical centers. Awesome. Provide transportation to and from their homes and also from different shuttle services. And also for employees. In addition, we provide services uh, at some locations for private pays. Yeah. And also county contracts.
0: Nice, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. You guys do a, a several different avenues when you would think about transportation. You're covering all these different unique areas. What
1: makes your company so unique? Because we care.
0: Okay, explain uh, that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we care
1: because... Uh, especially with our veterans, right. we know that they have gone off to fight for this country and they need service. Right. Uh, some of them need transportation services, so we provide that to them, just to ensure that they we give back to what they gave to us. Do the veterans hold a special
0: place in your company's foundation?
1: Yes, it does. Believe it or not, the owner of the company is a retired veteran. Nice. I'm a retired veteran. Yes. And... At every location, with the exception of three, are headed by veterans. Nice. That, that's good to know. Um, what's your company's goals? The goal is to provide services at each and every state within the United States nice, For I our can veterans see that. and any other consumer that needs uh, good and reliable, fast transportation. That is
0: awesome, and I'm really glad that there are companies out there such as yours that have that unique foundation. So, Mr. Bright, while I was researching you for today's interview, I found out that you have a unique position with 1480 WYZE.
1: Can you tell us a little bit about that, uh, sir? Yes. I am a radio personality with 1480 WYZE, Atlanta's Gospel Voice, located on the boulevard here in southeast Atlanta. Nice. I, with the radio station for about 18 months, but due to gentrification the radio station was sold but we are going to relocate, looking forward to opening up new doors uh, in the middle of 2020 and I got my start with the radio station by uh, one of my employees, Mr. Walter Beasley Mm -hmm. and I found out that he was a radio personality, so I asked him (laughs) can I uh, come and piggyback off you? Sure. So I went down and after about Four months I was listening to the station, and I found out that one of the other radio personalities will not be fulfilling his obligation for uh, four weeks. Right. Uh, okay. Four days out of the week, if you will. And mm-hmm. so I s- called and asked and inquired, Oh, sure. So uh, I got signed a contract, and she <laughs> asked me, When would you be ready? I said, Well, at the end of the month. She said, Well, we have a slot open Sunday. Would you like to do it? Oh yes, I would love to do it. <laughs> so that's how I got involved as a radio personality. I always wanted to be one. Yes. as a kid growing up, that was part of my, my blueprint. Right. Yeah. I I just wanted a future. Right. And I got that through fourteen eighty. So does, has this
0: opportunity imposed a great impact on your life. On your oh, life?
1: Yes, it has definitely it allows me to do more networking. Yes. And that's how I'm here today. Someone happened to hear my voice (laughs) on the radio and they inquired about it. And I accepted the opportunity. Awesome. Well,
0: I thank you for that part of it. We're going to move forward on here. All right. So, Mr. Bright, I have another really good question that I want to pose to you. And that'll involve your involvement with Goodwill. Goodwill has a series of um avenues where we can be involved in the career center the alumni association the toastmasters and even the blue note alumni show so my question to you is how would you like to be involved with the good, with the
1: good goodwill community mr thomas i would love to be involved with the goodwill community because you i would not be here if i didn't give back right and you wouldn't be sitting where you are now if you didn't give back, correct, but you have the heart to give back. That is your duty to give back, so goodwill, I'm open. Awesome,
0: awesome. I like to hear that, and I'm pretty sure that everybody there would love to receive you with open arms as well. So I heard within my little research that you presented a show, uh, sorry, you presented a presentation to the Good Biz Alumni Association. It's called Life's Blueprint. So, could you briefly describe some of the talking points you had with uh, the blueprint?
1: Oh, yeah. First, most importantly, everyone must have a blueprint. A blueprint is a guide that would take you through life if you want to be successful. A blueprint is no different than going grocery shopping. Right. Uh, when you leave home, you get those, the list of items that you're going to need and pick up. Because once you get inside the store, if you do not have a blueprint, You may go to the wrong aisle to get poultry products, the wrong aisle to get the meat products. Right. Time is valuable. Time is money. If you have a blueprint, you know which direction to go because most of the time the aisles are labeled. Just by having a blueprint, it's a guide. And if it does not work, you can always go back and reclaim those items that you missed. Right, correct. But you must have a blueprint. It's no different than going to school, growing up, being reared. You need structure, step-by-step structure to make it at least through high
0: school. Awesome. And and these are words and guidance that I think we should all live by. Um, And a little bit of what I took away from your presentation uh, was a segment on your religious foundation. So I want to talk a little bit more about that as
1: well. My religious foundation is, I'm a I'm a Baptist. That's what my mother and father told me. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't argue with them. I didn't, All right. <laughs> yeah, I just left it alone. They said you will go to this church, and, and that's the end of it. Uh, so that is my religious affiliation. To include my mother and my grandmother, my grandfather, and I guess my ancestors. And that's exactly the religious foundation that they established for me, and I continue to provide that to my family members awesome so would you say that your religious foundation played a role in your blueprint absolutely because it gave me direction okay you, you just uh, just look at your blueprint <laughs> and, and it will give you one uh, I have a, a, a good one you know my father my mother said you will not be idle right here, here is your blueprint here is your guide mm-hmm. And if you do become idle, Ecclesiastics, chapter 10, verse 18 says, gives a graphic description of the results of idleness. Right. Through laziness, the raptors sag. Mm. Because of idle hands, the house leaks. Right. So Great. you need to get out of here and go to work. Right. Follow that blueprint. You will be successful.
0: Okay. Strong words to live by. Yes. Yes. So, Mr. Bright, when you delivered your life's blueprint presentation, and I, I apologize that I wasn't able to be there to uh, listen to it live, but I did go back and watch the YouTube um, presentation. And a part of it was something that you delivered on employment barriers for people who have physical disabilities, mental or health, mental or psychological challenges, criminal backgrounds, and veterans. These are just a few of the people that you. Outlined there. Yes, sir. How does your blueprint help these people regain or gain employment?
1: We're going to go with those that are physically disabled. Okay. There are many programs here available to help those individuals with those barriers. Okay. Those individuals need to identify that they have these physical disabilities and go and seek that assistance. It's the same as the mental and psychological disabilities. Right. Help is there, and the only way that you can follow the blueprint is that here's the guidelines. Go to those centers or facilities and follow their blueprint. They're going to tell you when to go, where to go, and how to get there. Right. Criminal backgrounds, we know that you can get your records a sponge. Right. Some of correct. us. Maybe yes. not all, but some of us. Mm-hmm. Take that first step because you know if you're going to go and look for a job, they're going to do what? A background That check. is correct. Yeah, there is no way around it, and we got to continue to stop trying to go through the back door. Well, my friend works there. No, just face reality. You, a crime was committed. Your name was placed upon it. Get your records expunged. There are groups there to help you to do so. If you lack work experience, I would say to you, don't be like the idle body poor. Right. If you don't lack the work experience. You may lack the will to want to work. Veterans return to civilian force. Veterans, let me just share with you because I am one myself. They had a program they call ACAP. Right. The alumni Mm -hmm. program and uh, they assist those individuals that are departing the military with establishing a resume, making themselves marketable Mm -hmm. for civilian life. Right. But a lot of us veterans oh, I just want to get out of here. I'm, I'm tired of dealing with the military. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. Okay. Then you also find people in non-traditional occupations. And those individuals, if you don't like what you're doing, seek a better education. Seek a better job. Maybe not a better paying job, but seek a job that you know that you will be happy in. Right. And you will not be a uh, 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 distress to your family. And, and I will also say the blueprint is easy. Very, very easy to follow, but you just have to want to follow. Don't be fighting the system because the system is not designed for you to fight it. The system somewhat is designed for you to succeed, Correct. but you got to have the will to succeed. Look at yourself, Mr. Thomas. You took it upon yourself to go through the Goodwill program and look at you now. Right. Correct. You had a blueprint. You had one in the beginning. But then you went back to Goodwill because there are programs that can help you. So if Mr. Thomas can do it, I can (laughs) do it, it can be done.
0: You just got to have the will. All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And um, he's correct. I I am a graduate. And I've told a lot of you guys through through our syndications, I'm a graduate of the Goodwill Good Biz program. And there's an entire episode on that. Excuse me. There's an entire episode on that. So if you go back to some of my broadcastings, you could hear and learn more about that. So ladies and gents, uh, Mr. Bright gave me the opportunity to preview one of his upcoming presentations, and that one's entitled, The Perpetuating Cycle of Poverty and Exit Strategy. And I pulled out a few topics that I felt like he could introduce to our syndication so that you can guys can research him later and really dig into what he has to offer on this topic. So question one for you, uh, Mr. Bright, is 25% of families enter into poverty because of the change in the head of household. And this is something you mentioned in your presentation. So I would like to, to explain, uh, explain this, um, this, this portion to
1: our, to our viewers. Well, thank you so very much. I was reading a document from Brookings Institute that talked about the adherent of black poverty, it's all about the men. I said, well, okay, let me continue to read. Let okay. me continue to read. So I said, well, now it's not all necessarily about the men because we talk about black poverty. Right. Poverty does not have a color. Correct. So we're just going to say it's about the men. The incarceration rate for African American is much wider than it is for white Americans, and when we Find that we are just going in and out of jail of this perpetuating cycle. It takes the income, it takes the knowledge, it takes the will out of the family, and place the burden on the wife. Right,
0: right, I agree. And then
1: the next thing you know, she is caught up in this vicious cycle Mm -hmm. of having to take care of the kids all by herself. She is not as educated as one would like. She needs nurturing. The kids need to go to school. Correct. Now all of a sudden we are ending up in poverty because we are talking about generational poverty. Okay. We are allowing our grandmothers to raise our kids. Right. That is not healthy. And we just re really, really need to redesign our model. And if we continue on this cycle, the cycle just perpetuates itself. Families in and out, the Daddy is in and out of jail because daddy can't find work because of those barriers. It's just difficult. And sometimes when they are incarcerated, even though training uh, voluntarily is is given, also getting an education, sometimes a college education, we just don't want to get involved.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Awesome. All right. So, Mr. Bright, another takeaway that I pulled out of your upcoming presentation, is something that you describe as the poverty trap, and it starts with low income, goes into low savings, low investment, and low economic growth. So, I would like you to expand more on this theory.
1: Okay, well, I got this theory from uh, Malcolm X. Awesome, okay. And Malcolm X said in one of his speeches, when you live in a poor neighborhood, you are living in an area you have poor schools. When you have poor schools you have poor teachers. When you have poor teachers you get a poor education. When you get a poor education you can only work in a poor paying job. Mm. And that poor paying job enables you to live again in a poor neighborhood. This vicious cycle is what we're referring to when we talk about the poverty trap. Low income low earnings, low investment, low economic growth. So this concept was taken from Malcolm X. That is
0: awesome. I'm glad you were able to expand onto that because it really plays, um, it really expands on what our viewers are listening to and experiencing on a daily basis. All right, ladies and gents, we're gonna take a shift in this interview because normally I stick with one interview, but Mr. Bright had an, uh, a visitor come by today, which is one of his mentees, and I have asked this gentleman to jump on, and this gentleman' name is Sam White. Sam, how are you? I'm all right. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And Sam is going to share a little bit of his personal experience and his experience with Mr. Bright. So, Sam, where are you originally from? I'm from
2: Decatur, Georgia. Right here in Atlanta. All right. All
0: right. So, how long have you known Mr. Bright?
2: I probably have known Mr. Bright for about two months now, on and off the phone. Okay. All right. And
0: he's been working with you in which which ways?
2: Uh, He helps me with uh, my budgeting for one, Uh, you know, he is a CFO of a a very, very nice uh, transportation company. Right. And uh, he also helps me with just some of my life uh, experiences that I'm going through right now. Awesome. Awesome. And your budgeting is for uh, business that you run? Uh, Yes, I actually do uh, run a business. It's uh, Brooklyn Kitchen and Lounge. Uh, It's on 12 West Peachtree Street, uh, Atlanta, Georgia.
0: Awesome. Mm -hmm.
2: And so would you say that the
0: personal mentoring that he provides you, is that beneficial for your
2: personal business as well? Uh, Yes, it is. Yes, it is uh, because new things happen to me uh, every day that I did not expect to happen. Uh, so, when I can just actually call on someone uh, that uh, that's willing to give me a piece of uh, advice right. that's actually working towards my benefit, right. uh, that's a very good thing because, um, you know, I was watching uh, a video the other day right. with my girlfriend. Okay. And uh, in this video, this guy uh, was breaking up with his girlfriend. Right. And uh, I guess they stayed together. Yes. They were young. And, uh, you know, he was pulling a prank on her. But she was really crying, you know, and she was feeling that, "Oh my God, you're leaving me! I need you." Emotion. All the emotions were there, you know, and eight hundred thousand people liked that. Mm. You know, they 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 commented on it. Hey, man, that's a good video. That was a great prank. Right. Um, I think about sixty thousand disliked Mm -hmm. the video. So uh, what I mean to say when I say that is, uh, it's almost seven hundred and forty. Thousand more people out here mm-hmm. that are not good people. Right. Yes. You you, you see what I mean? Because That's what you're saying. They allow. They they like that video. So right. that means they uh, they like for people to feel how she felt. Mm-hmm. You know. Survival over love is uh is 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 the way that the 20th century needs to uh, or the 21st century needs to move. You know. It right. shouldn't be. um, respect later.
0: Right, correct.
2: You know, it should be respect up front. Right.
0: So have you, were you able to share this experience um, with Mr. Bright?
2: Uh, Yes, yes I was. Uh, And what was his takeaway? From the event of me sharing this with him? Yes. Okay, yes. His takeaway was, um, for one, he got a very, very nice young man uh, up under him, for Mm -hmm. one. Right. Uh, For two, I can't wait to see where I, uh, I end up in ten years because of right. that. Right, correct. You, you correct. know, you know what I mean. Because um, God, uh, I used to speak with you mm-hmm. know Him a lot. Yes, when growing up. Right, and uh, I got out the army last August, June. And I was just
0: about to ask you about that, yes, your I military
2: did. experience. Go ahead and tell I, us about that. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I got out the army in uh, June of uh, two thousand and eighteen. And, uh, you know, my four years in the Army, I was an infantryman, and uh, I went to Fort Bend in Columbus, Georgia. Okay. Uh, I I also jumped out of planes. I Oh, wow. I got 29 jumps. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right. (laughs) And, um, you know, I stopped talking to the Lord Mm -hmm. while I was in there because I I forgot, you know, I forgot my first name. Right. Because, you know, they call you by a number or they call you by your last name so much. And uh, when I finally did get me back, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I got home, um, you know, all these business opportunities started coming my way. Right, it was like he was answering my prayers. Correct, from, you know, a while ago, mm-hmm. and uh, just seeing that, you know, now I'm being mentored by a CFO. Right, you know, like that's 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 words you know people look to to hear. Correct, you know, like CPA, Uh-huh. Uh, to get you a <laughs> accountant. Right, you know, so. You know, I just, I, I feel good about where, where, where life is taking me.
0: That's awesome, awesome. And you know what? You have my information, and you know what? We can stay connected so that we can really dig in deeper to a lot of these questions. Because I'm pretty sure our audience is, is going to want to know where this 22-year-old young man who has spent military time and came out and opened a business and has several different mentors. And I think you're on the right direction. Yes. So, Mr. Sam, I appreciate that. So, if there's anything that you could say to a future business owner
2: or anyone dealing with life's issues, what would you tell them right now? Um, what I would tell them, would, uh, I, anybody that's dealing with struggles or thinking they're going through it or thinking that a job is the only way they're going to get it, um, think about life like this. And this is me thinking that a young mind. Um, it's 24 hours in a day. Right. Seven to eight of those hours you're sleeping. Another eight hours you're going to work and commuting. Right. You know, you might spend another hour and a half going and coming from work. Right. So that leaves you about six hours in a day to do what you need to. Yeah, so that leaves you about six hours to seven hours left in a day. Right. Um, so if you think about these people that have six or seven hours left in a day after uh, sleeping, uh, going to work... And then going home and from work. Right. Okay. So if you think about those six hours you left, most of these people have kids. You see what I'm saying? Or most of these people uh, have other things to do. They might be behind bills. Right. They might be behind. I think you're describing
0: me. Go ahead. (laughs) You know, they might, you know, so they might have anything going on in their life. Right.
2: Exactly. It's taking that last six hours of freedom Mm -hmm. to think about. How do I get out of this rat race? Right. How do I get out of these bills? How do right. you know? And it's 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 you know they, they they they're literally they're settled. Right. You can't help it. You're mm-hmm. stuck in it. So I'm not saying you guys do not have a job just over broke. You know that's another way that I actually heard uh, a joke growing up about it. Um, we have to start putting more into the thought of. I do not have to settle for ten dollars an hour. I need to settle for five or five hundred a day. Exactly, push that whole income level. You know, don't push for a C. Right. Push for A. Right. Get a C. Right. You know, so that that that's one piece of uh that's some advice that you know I would love to give everybody. All right.
0: Well, Sam, thank you, and we will get you back on in a couple of weeks. And we'll dig deeper into that. So thank you for being my guest today. Yes, sir.
2: Thank you. All right. All right.
0: All right. So, Mr. Bright, you've described a series of um, poverty traps and um, scenarios that keep us in these situations. So now I would like to ask you, how can we improve our situation?
1: Okay, we can start by educating ourselves. Then we can follow up with educating ourselves and examining our housing options we can look for a better paying job right and once we get to that better paying job we can also you know try to negotiate a wage but we got to put some time in right you also need to redirect your thought pattern okay revisit your surroundings stop visiting payday loans okay start a budget that's One of the first steps that you must do is start a budget. You know, avoid just trying to get emergency funds. Avoid shopping to rent to own stores. You know, I wear used clothes, Mr. Thomas. I don't know about yourself because you look dressed (laughs) up. But I wear used clothes. Just calling me out today. (laughs) today. (laughs) (laughs) That came from Goodwill. Yes, Yes. Okay. Uh, and, then, and you uh, would never know that. Uh, I, I think I saw the same one on the shelf. <laughs> you, you sometimes have to try to save as much as you can. Right. And, and don't try to avoid not asking for help. Right. You know, my financial advisor just stepped in. Yes, she you did. Know, so thank you so very much. And you need to surround yourself with positive people. Now, I'm going to elaborate on that just a bit. Okay. Because we want to go back to that blueprint model. yes. And here are a few of my qualifiers, because I want to be around people with class. Yes. When people do what they say they will, they have integrity.
0: That's exactly true. When
1: people have the same persona with everyone they meet, they don't try to impress anyone. Mm -hmm. They don't try to be authentic. But when I can trust that you say what is truth, they are honest and trustworthy. When people can listen to others' problems without trying to fix them right. or offer unsolicited advice, they are sensitive and empathetic. When people listen more than they speak, mm-hmm. when they speak, people listen because what they say is often profound and relevant. They are wise. Yes. When people can carry themselves with an air of self-assurance, and yet don't look down at others. They are self confidence When people don't jump to quick judgment of others, they are tolerant. When I meet someone, Mr. Thomas, with these qualities, though, yes. I think of them as quality human beings, mm-hmm. classy, and I want to get to know them. All right. So you really have to change your approach right. to what you're doing in life. Okay. All right.
0: I like that. I, I really, really like that message. Um, and it plays on something that I read in your, in your new upcoming um, presentation. You spoke of giving a man a fish and teaching a man to fish. I want you to talk a little bit about that. Let me know
1: where you are going with that point. You, know, you, give, a man, if you give a man a fish and you and feed him just for a day. Yeah, we're going to go to lunch. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you uh, a fish, and you're just going to eat for one day. But if I should teach you, Mr. Thomas, how to fish, then you can find yourself eating for a lifetime. Okay, awesome. Is this a
0: part, is this a large part of the redesigning the poverty strategy? Mm -hmm. I would definitely agree to say yes. Okay. All right, ladies and gents, I wanna start by thanking all of our listeners for tuning in to another episode of the Business Startup Journey. I also wanna give a special thanks to our guest, David Bright, who's the CFO of OWL Inc, serving the Metro Atlanta area and other cities in the United States of America. I also wanna encourage all of you guys to tune in to his YouTube presentations where he'll talk more about the blueprint and also on upcoming presentations. All of that information can be found on the Goodwill Alumni Association page on YouTube. Also, I want to give a special thank you to his mentor,ee Sam Smith. He's also a small business owner and a U.S. Army vet just returning home. Thank you for your service, sir. And I bid you guys an all a happy holidays. Good night. And I want to thank you all for listening to another episode of the Business Startup Journey. I'm Professor T, and this episode has been Professor T Approved. Happy Holidays.